Welcome to the 26th episode of Apolitik. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics designed for people who hate politics in five to ten minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and we empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter turnout in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. And so we're going to look at various progressive principles as we are looking at issues, policies, and programs. Some that are proposed and some that are being passed by the Congress and signed by the President. Some issues are being considered at the local and state levels. We want to look at those issues and policies too. We want to examine these things with real stories and real people, all in relation to our progressive principles. So we're going to join Steve in the discussion of progressive principle number 14. This is the second part. And we're gonna pick up the discussion um, in midstream. And we thank you for joining us and are looking forward to enjoying this episode. We're going to begin at the end of the last discussion. Here we go. So we have to have a strategy for spending and we have to have a strategy for collecting taxes and for how taxes are being calculated. We have to have a strategy for how taxes are being um, managed and paid and how the Uh, debts are being retired because we have interest on the debt, which is so many billions and so many trillions of dollars by now, it's in the trillions each year, and we have to pay off the interest and then we have to pay off the principal. So people need to think about that. Then there's the whole issue of the, again, reducing waste and increasing efficiency. And we've been talking about um, infrastructure for many years. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning who said, well, um, he was telling me about a swimming pool that he was building for a, a client and that this swimming pool was probably going to cost something on the order of $500,000, including the swimming pool, the hot tub, and various other things. And he said that uh, it was quite a magnificent um, project that they were completing. They are getting ready to complete it next week. And I said, well, I don't really mind people having that kind of Um, property. I don't mind people being able to have those material goods, but what I would like to see is 
the people can afford that kind of property and that kind of improvement on their property would be willing to pay their fair share of taxes. And he said, well, nobody likes to pay taxes. Nobody wants to pay taxes. And I said, well, you know what? I'd like to be able to pay a million dollars a year to the U.S. Treasury because that means that I would be making a pretty good amount of money. And I wouldn't mind paying a million dollars in taxes. And he said, well, I understand what you're saying, but the taxes have not been well managed. The expenditures of the government have not been very um, well done. I would rather have the money in my pocket so I could decide how to use it. I think I could use it better than the government. So but I know what, you're, what, you're, you're chomping in the bit, Steve. Yeah, Jump but, in. But, yeah, but what is, is at the heart of that entire equation is that, yes, uh, your friend uh, said, look, I'd like to invest in myself and the, the properties that I've been fortunate well, to Well, no, and he means, he also means making charitable contributions yes, and things yes. like that. But that tends to be voluntary in the sense of uh, what one's heart and, uh, exactly. you know, speaks to them. Yes. But in our architecture as a democracy, as a republic, is there is, and again, this is where the efficiency and the accountability becomes essential. We also have the idea of this, the architecture we have for our society, that there is something called the common good. Yes, that gentleman loves the pool that he's building for himself on the property that he owns. But then he gets in his car and then he gets on the interstate highway system and he goes, my goodness, it's taking you so long, all these detours, the holes in the, in the roads, the bridges are out. That is the infrastructure that needs to be maintained and, and every few decades uh, rebuilt. And the things that we get that we share in common that makes the society and the common good, uh, the quality of the common good, that is where a lot of people say that is the mechanism through which my charity comes from. In other words, I'm willing to take some of my hard-earned earnings, give it to the, tre the national treasury in this case, and collectively we will, through an infrastructure investment, fix the roads and bridges, that create a common good that when I want to go back and forth to work, I'm not being delayed 45 minutes or an hour to get back and forth to my pool that I'm, I, I'm building at my home. So if we had a more accountable and more efficient public sector that really, you know, functioned the way maybe corporate America does when corporate America does it the right way, I think a lot of people would be more willing to invest, quote unquote, some of their private sector earnings into the public's common good. But when the common good is, suffers because people who are the stewards of that public treasury misspend or misappropriate or funnel the money into things that really aren't for the public good. That's where the discouragement comes from. That's where the, your friend goes, well, gee whiz, you know, they take my money and, and I don't get anything for it. But that pool 
it's right there. I can see where my investment is. And so it is, it is a, a complicated equation. Okay, well, one of the things that I think we need to talk about, and again, this is only the beginning of the discussion, but the issue of national defense. So we've been spending about 50% or more of our public resources on national defense. And a lot of people don't know this, that we've been outspending the top 10 countries in the world combined for the last 20 years. We've been spending literally trillions and trillions of dollars on defense. And we are the most highly defended country in the world. It's amazing. So we do have to have a discussion about the priorities of national defense and reducing national defense spending. Uh, again, we have to look at the context of what the United States is doing in the world. A lot of corporations say we're paying too much in taxes, but they're not saying, well, a lot of this is going to defend the United States of America. And so they're not realizing or they're not wanting to admit that a lot of the money that's being spent is being spent to make us quote unquote safe. And so we have to look at that issue over time. So now as we're getting ready to transition to the end of the episode, Steve, any final thoughts? Well, uh, you pretty much uh, summed it all up. I mean, uh, national defense is, um, again, uh, the fundamental common good for, for our nation, but then um, it, the devil's in the details and, and uh, accountability and oversight and basically making sure that um, when the money is collected, that it is being, as we've talked in this segment, uh, accountable and efficient to the public who are entrusting their hard-earned money so that, in principle, it is being invested for the common good. And uh, people feel that uh, they're getting a return on their public sector investments. And um, that is always uh, the catch-22. How much do we hold our elected officials, who are the stewards of this, this uh, treasury, uh, are accountable, are held accountable, so that uh, they are executing the public's will and not squandering um, the, the public's wealth. Great. Well, that's a great final thought. Thank you, Steve. Oh, thank you, Bill. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for joining us for episode 26 of Apolitech. We're going to move on in our discussion to the next principle, which is increasing international cooperation and reduction of interference in the internal affairs of other countries in our next podcast. So we look forward to seeing you at episode 27. Be well and have a great rest of your day.